0: Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17. Take a quick look at this lesson. Oh, I'm so excited for that that money. No, no. That was in one of the other lessons for this week, and I just skipped that one. I just skipped that one. (laughs) Jeremiah 17, verse 5. We're going to read Jeremiah 17, verse 5 through 8. It reads this way. Thus says the Lord. FYI, when you see that, you might should pay attention after whatever comes after. Cursed is the man who trusts in men and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness and in the uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord, he is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream, and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you that your word is all truth. Lord, that as we read it, we begin to understand who you are we begin to understand the things you have for us in our life, the calls you have for us in our life. Lord, I pray this morning that as we dig in, you would open up our hearts and our minds to become more like you. To understand a little more of who you are. Lord, and to make changes in our life, to be closer to you, and to be more like you. Amen. Amen. So this was, uh, we were sharing this week in, in staff lessons, uh, staff meeting, and I was, I was talking about this. And as I uh, continue to read this set of verses, you know, during the week, it really has dawned on me that this is one of the promises. We always talk about the promises of God. And I don't know about you, when we start saying the promises, hey, you know, all God's promises are yes and amen. Sometimes I forget, I don't know about what you guys do, but sometimes I forget exactly what those promises are. And I start wondering, what are those promises again? Um, you guys do that sometimes. What exactly are the promises? We might know a few, but my mind tends to wonder and tends to forget. And as I was reading this, this is one of the promises that God has given us for our life. Thus say the Lord: curses the man who bless, uh, who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. This is actually two promises. If you if you know that this is what will happen, whose heart turns away from the Lord, he is like a shrub in the desert and shall not. See, any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places and of the wilderness. But it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green. And he's not anxious in the year of drought, for he does not cease to bear fruit. This is the promise of God. That if we're willing to put our trust in him, these things then happen. You know, one of the things about blessings and promises of God, sometimes we often think that there's nothing to do on our part. You know, that they just flow from heaven. And thankfully, we serve a God that actually does happen quite often, where sometimes God just pours out his blessings on us, pours out his favor. And you all have experienced it. You all, I hope, have, have seen the goodness of God for just unexplainable reasons. But some of the blessings come by us, doing what we're told. By us doing what we're told. In here, that's the case. That if we trust in man, one thing will happen. But if we trust in God, these blessings will happen in our life. One of the things I shared at staff is um, when I first read this, the Lord really began to speak to me about blame. As the youngest of four, blame was one of the things I would I could blame somebody else for every single thing I did all the time. And because I was the youngest, my parents were a little tired and they were worn out by that time. They tended to believe me, or at least so I thought. Um, My mom was going to watch this and I'll probably get a call later on that that's not true. But it's something we often do. When things go wrong, when something happens, we want to blame somebody else. We want there to be somebody else we can say, that's your fault. We want to be there somebody else that says, that's your fault, definitely not my fault. You know, that that's the nature of blame. It's not my fault, it's your fault. You know, I, even if we just blame something, you know, not even a person, just blame somebody else, you know, like the car you ran into that pole all on its own. Yeah, you know, especially now, those cars probably can do that, right? They all drive themselves. You know, teenagers are probably super excited, I can blame somebody else. But here, Jeremiah is actually not speaking to that he's actually speaking to us as individuals. Because what happens often in our life Right now, especially, and I assume it's probably happened all through all generations, but I feel like it's increasing more and more, is all of these things are going wrong in our society. All of these things are going crazy in our society. The gas prices are up. The car prices are up. The housing prices are up. You know, supply is down. Your know, demand is up. You can't get stuff done. And we want to blame somebody. We want to put that blame on somebody. We want to say, the reason this is happening is this, this, and this. And that is true, right? It is somebody's fault. There's some reason, there's some, you know, something that happened, somebody did something that's causing some of these problems. But Jeremiah is telling us, that's not what you focus on. Jeremiah is saying here, what you focus on is where you're going to trust during that time. Who are you going to trust during these times? Because both of these uh, sets of verses talk about when drought comes, uh, when when the drought comes, when the fire comes, when the what are you going to do then? Not focus on why is, that, why is that heat here? Why is there no water? Why are the gas prices this way? Why are, are the car prices this way? Why can't I find you know, the stuff I want on the shelves? Why, why, why? Jeremiah's reminding us that's not the question we should be asking. What we should be asking ourselves is who am I going to trust during this time? One of the things here is it says these things will happen. Right, it says he's like a shrub that shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in parched places in the wilderness. In the blessing part, it says he won't fear when heat comes, and he won't be anxious when the year of drought comes. One of the promises in this is sometimes there's going to be drought, sometimes there's going to be heat, sometimes things are going to be hard. And while there might be enough blame to go around, what Jeremiah is saying is we have a choice. In this time, in this place where God has ordained for us to live during this time, during these things, he is saying you have a choice. You can focus on the provisions, the lack of, the price of, the whatever it might be. But Jeremiah is saying why don't you then choose to focus on the provider. That if you're willing to focus on him, that, that the Lord is my provision. He will see me through these times of drought. He will see me through these times of heat. Not just see me through these, but it says when heat comes, my leaves remain green. When drought comes, I can still produce fruit. So it's not that we just make it through. God doesn't just desire us just to push through all the time. During hard times, he actually desires us to prosper. To move on behalf of his kingdom still. Not to just sit back, but one time, hard, press harder into the Lord and see what he wants to do in your life and through your life into somebody else's. Because the drought is here, and there are a lot of people around us that are putting their trust in man. And what they need to see is somebody putting their trust in the Lord. So that they can come over from the cursed is the man who trusts a man to blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. There are tons of people walking around our lives, our workplaces, our grocery stores, online, wherever it might be that you interact with people that are trusting in a man to fix it all. Trusting in a man to save them. Trusting maybe in themselves to make it all right and to make it all better. And they are toiling, and they are turning, and they are saddened, and they're angry, and they're depressed. They're parched. They shall not see good come. But we have the opportunity, if we focus our lives on trusting God in this time and not focus on the bad things, we have the opportunity to show that to the person next to us. We're living in the exact same time the exact same place, with the exact same problems as everybody else in the entire world. But we have the one who sees us through. We have the one who helps us not to be anxious when there's drought, to be afraid when there's heat, but that allows us to remain green and allows us to produce fruit. This is one of those things that you can control only what you can control. We can't control those things that are going on around us. But we can control the way we respond. We can control where our eyes look, where our heart is pointed, who we trust during this time. We can control that every single day. And I want to encourage you that that this is not something that just happens. You don't just wake up and, and, and your focus is just good all the time. That's not how my life works. My focus is struggling all the time. But God allows us, we, I talked about it a couple weeks ago, to enter his throne room, to bring that focus and to realize he is God, that he is the provider, that in the midst of all the heat, in the midst of all the drought, he is there. You know, you read Psalm 23, it says, when you go into the valley of the shadow of death, fear not, I am with you. When we run through these times, promises to be there and to see us through and to help us be prosperous, to help us move towards other people, to help us show other people where they should be looking. Your peace is not based on what's going on. Your peace is based on who you believe, on who you trust, on the steps you take. And trust is not an easy thing. Trust is not a standstill thing. Trust is, is, is something that you have to step out into. Trusting the Lord often will, will put you in places where you don't want to be. And take you out of places where you're comfortable. I, I, often in our lives, we, we change into these places where God just takes us and we're thinking, what in the world? This, this back here is way more comfortable. But every time that, that we step into that, he meets us and we see this happen. We see that there's less fear when the heat comes and that we're not afraid when the drought comes because we know our Father provides. So my question for you is, where is your focus? Where is your trust? The Lord is calling out during this time to say, trust in me and watch me move. Trust in me and show others that you trust in me and watch me move in their life. Be the Christians that I called you to be in this world during this time. Don't keep focusing on all the things that are happening and and getting your heart bent out of shape and, and bitter and angry about all the things that are happening. Instead, say, Lord, I'm here. Why? Why do you have me here in this time, in this drought, in this heat? I promise he will speak to you. I promise he will show you what he wants to do in your life. If you'll just turn your focus Thus says the Lord, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends its roots out by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green. And he is not anxious in the year of drought, for he does not cease to bear fruit. Will you guys please stand? pray that where we lack trust, where we walk more in fear, where we lack belief, Lord, that we will push that aside and, and step into your presence. Well, that we will push that aside and say, I know the Lord will move. I know the Lord has me here. I will trust the Lord to provide and to meet my needs and those of uh, my needs around other people. Lord, I know that I can still move towards other people, that I can still show them the love of God, even in the midst of of the heat and the drought. So I pray, Lord, for boldness to trust in you, courage to trust in you, boldness to step into all the things that you've called us to do. Lord, if it's a small step, great if it's a big step, Lord, that we would not be afraid to move where you've called us to move. Lord, I pray for those we come in contact with, Lord. I pray for soft hearts, Open hearts, Lord, to receive the truth of who you are, your salvation, your redemption, your renewal in their life. Lord, that they would understand the work you've done for them on the cross, that they have the opportunity for eternal salvation. Lord, I would pray that during the hard times, we would step into that, that we would proclaim Christ crucified each and every day of our lives to everyone, to anyone.